Well, g'day everyone, and welcome to Aussie Techheads. It's episode seven hundred and ten, and it's uh, the twenty eighth of January two thousand and twenty one. So, first of all, happy New Year! That's uh, the first show since we've well, I've been back since the New Year, and uh, yeah, have you had a Merry Christmas and a, and a good New Year? Hope uh, this year brings uh, lots of happiness and joy, and more importantly, prosperity and health. Uh, all right, I'm joined this week by Paul, our, our good friend Paul. We'll get to him in a minute because, as you can see, we're not, we're not flash. Like the you know the the actual Aussie tech heads there, Will and Jace. We got no intro or outro. Uh, we'll try and change that for the next one. We'll try and get a bit more professional. But at the moment, it's just uh, just straight in and straight out. That's what you get with us. Uh, all right. So we are brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au uh, for uh, some fast, speedy, powerful WordPress or anything else, Joomla or web hosting, whatever, and emails. So you get some emails with your web host if you want. So you know you get rid of your Glenn at gmail.com, and you might want um, uh, Glenn at boxjellyfish.com.au, whatever you're selling or whatever, you know what I mean. But, um, yeah, so that's, uh, yes, and also to start a new company uh, where you can register your company 24-7 with ASIC and you get all the documentation for you to walk out the door, uh, print it off, walk out the door, and uh, start trading. All right, now, what else have we got here? Jeez, gee, I get rusty on these things, don't I? It's uh, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash Aussie Techheads, twitter.com forward slash Aussie Techheads. Not much goes on at Twitter, to be honest, and youtube.com forward slash Aussie Techheads. Uh, while we're still there, we haven't gone the way of Trump, we are still on the YouTube. Thank goodness. Uh, and a big thank you to our uh, Patreon subscribers. So I've got a few here that I need to mention. I don't know what happened to my little picture there. I did have a picture. What happened to you guys? I'll have to come back to that. Oh, no, here we go. I had it. I see pictures. Oh, I've got pictures now. Oh, I've got to read the names out. I, I had a picture of the people who who uh, who who pledged their their kookaburras to us, and we wanted to be, send a big thank you to Kate, the bouncing yellow. I think that's what it is. Daniel and Amar. I think that's yeah, and David and Chris, and also Andrew on the PayPal. I know Jason will have put together a, a special little show just for the Patreon dudes and the and the PayPal and the Kofi. I think we'll set it all up. I can't keep up with Will. He's just he's just a madman. And uh, so yeah, so they do a little a sneaky little show once a week. I think it goes for about ten minutes, but it's just a little sneaky one for the uh, for the for the for the, for the absolute legends of the patreons and donators so good on you uh you can get us also on the aussietechradio.com uh or you can download your tune in radio app and search up aussie tech radio and that just is look there's about half a dozen or so aussie tech podcasts and they just roll around and wherever you enter it that's where you're up to and then you can just listen to it and until you're sick of it and then come back the next day and you might pick it up from somewhere else. But look, if you've got a podcast and look, I know, look, there's, as I said, there's probably about half a dozen on a good day. Look, I'm, I'm look, if someone's got a podcast, they want to throw up there. Just uh, look, send me a, send me some info about it. Loosely, loosely tight to tech. If you can, if it's a techie type of podcast, um, just send it in. We'd like to get some more variety in there actually. So uh, yeah, that's aussietechradio.com. And there's new shows every Friday. So you don't get the same old shows going around. You know, you're not listening to last year's stuff. Uh, it's, it's weekly. It's up to date weekly. All right. But anyway, uh, I think I got all away with all that. Oh, yes. And the other Patreon. Oh, oh yes. The anonymous Patreons people. Thank you as well. They don't, they don't want to be uh, 
their identity doesn't want to be divulged. <laughs> so they, they're hiding, but th where they are there. So thank you. Without them, that's uh, that things just don't work. All right. So, Paul, how are you doing? Good, mate. How are you, Glenn? Good, good, thanks. Uh, how's your Christmas and break and New Year and all that sort of stuff? I got a go. I got a week away up at the up at the coast. Not that I'm a big fan of the beach, sun, surf, and sand, but uh, we got uh, a, a bit of a break uh, for a week or so up with up there with in uh, Markula actually with uh, some of the family. So yep. you got a good break and uh, lots of work built up uh, before and during Christmas, and now I'm really busy trying to catch up. Yes, it seems to be the the busyness hasn't really stopped has it which has been good like in these in these dark pandemic times like things like in our industry and thankfully i guess we're in an industry that we are that things haven't really slowed um i do feel for people in hospitality and tourism and all that that's I yeah know they did it they did it tough and and it's still there's more going to close and stuff yet too i reckon yeah look i, I know a couple of got a couple of friends of mine that they're they working for uh travel agencies and stuff they they sort of stuck around for the job keeper sort of the the initial job keeper and it just they just can't keep going because there's nothing going on um, yeah one, even, once job get once one job keeper is pulled completely businesses will then close up shop yeah so i guess like for the rest of us just we just got to get in and get it while we can yeah. um yeah so oh that's good so what sort of sort of problems have you any sort of repeating problems been coming up yeah like, yeah oh the good old windows updates that's uh Always been an issue, you know. The people get sick of what you know. They, they go to do something. Oh, please wait! You know, half an hour later, the old spinning circle, busy doing stuff. So often people say, "Well, how can we overcome that?" And I've got several tools in my little to toolkit to uh, fix that. And um, I'm actually been doing quite a bit of uh, remote support. Um, I don't deliberately I haven't deliberately been, deliberately been looking for it, but it's just sort of worked out that. Um, my initial contact and uh, uh, that with customers is usually face-to-face. -face, but from that point on, I'm often find myself, I can do remote support just as good as I can on site. So yeah. I'm, I've been spending a lot of time working at uh, co-working space, which is where I am now, and uh, doing remote support for people anywhere, anywhere, anytime too. And you're That's using TeamViewer? Yeah, TeamViewer. I've I've um, fairly heavily invested in that, and I also use TeamViewer to support mobiles. I can actually remote control uh, mobiles as well. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you can do the uh, Androids. I know you can remote control Androids, but I yeah, wish you, you can as long as uh, the person installs the app. Uh, it's, it's called Quick TeamViewer Quick Support. Um, yeah, no, it's it, TeamViewer keeps on uh, building to their uh, their. Uh, the weapons they've got in available and um yeah no it's for ios and android now i pay yeah. a lot for that mm. yeah i was gonna say but, well it's expensive but can you on the ios devices can you like take control and click stuff like push yes i can take total control yeah okay. yeah they, they've got they've got to allow access and they've mm. got to authorize author, authorize and then away they go and uh okay. that's that's really um has made my life a bit easier because uh, people, I often had to go to people's places to help them. Mind mm. you, I haven't got, I've only just got that service and I haven't promoted it much because I've been too busy with other stuff. So there's nothing like paying for the service and not using it. Yes. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah, so that, that's interesting because I know, so when you, you don't service Macs at all, do you? So if someone, oh, I, I can, I, I can, I can, 
I can put my hand to anything, but it's a case of, you know, can I do it efficiently? No, not not really. I, I Sometimes I, someone has a, a, how do you cut and paste on a Mac? I, I usually can figure that out pretty quick. We all can. But mm. um, if they said, oh, how can you do a, an operating system rebuild with a, a an account reestablishment, whatever it is, I go, okay, these are the guys to talk to. I refer them on to... Um, Others that uh, specialise in that field. Unfortunately, they're not all that of they're not real available. There's not a lot of them around, and they charge a lot. Mm. Yeah, well, the Apple service guys are yes, they're the professional and niche type of field. Uh, but yeah. what I was looking for is because I I use a thing called uh, Zoho Assist for my remote um, remote accessing, and yep. like with Macs, I've just of late. Uh, I think with the new Mac OS, which is probably a little bit old now, but that, that the customer has to do a lot more to be able to give me access. So, so normally what they do is they I give them a code, they download a small bit of like companion software, they install it, and then I can see their screen. But then now one, with the latest Mac OS SX, uh, you've got to they've got to actually like go into settings. They've got to click I allow this and I allow that, and it's oh. a three more of a couple of steps that is very uh, very um, off-putting and which makes you don't want to deal with the Macs remotely because they people can't do it. They can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mac is that, – that's inherent in Mac, though. Mac is more locked down than uh, than Windows. Windows can be locked down like that, but fortunately you can you can unlock it easily and keep it unlocked. And you have it's, it's an old story. If you increase your security, you reduce your convenience and they're directly relative. So – um mac you might have an inconvenience but it's more secure yes yes and i i think uh the other ones you can't do the oh you might be able to do the androids but not the ios you can just like view the ios screen so you gotta say yeah. oh there you go push that button oh, i see what you're doing now go push that button but um because i know I, and that, that, and that, that, that would probably suffice for some people too Hmm. Well, I've had a couple of uh, support requests from Microsoft uh, in the last couple of months where, you know, you ring them up. I had an Office 365 issue that I couldn't figure out. And uh, they are pretty good now, Microsoft, if you've got a paid Microsoft oh, yeah. Um, product. Yeah, they, they use um, LogMeIn, I believe. Yes, that's right. And it's the same, similar sort of a setup. Like they uh, give me a link, I click it, I download the companion software, install it, and then they just go allow, 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 whatever. And then it, they, yeah. they pop in. So, and then they just, they, although that are uh, still they don't click they can't click anything they underline what they want you to do no they so, can if you if you give them permit if they request permission and you give it right. to them they can do it i've done that before oh okay because they maybe they start out not being able to click because i just thought it was some yes. sort of they don't want to be responsible for clicking the wrong thing i know so, sometimes that is the case but no what they do they 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 will connect and see your screen and then they click another button which will request remote control then you click ok and then they've got the same as team viewer team viewer can can work on the same principle sometimes mm. people um I'll, I'll work on i have to have unattended access because business will say okay we're closed enough for not going home and they'll say okay make sure you log in and do the updates or do whatever you have to do and um i need i basically remote in i suspend the machine so it doesn't go to sleep and then uh uh, when I get a chance, I'll I'll jump on and I'll do my thing without uh, needing their input at all. Because you're still a, a fan of not allowing your machines to update. Well, like, it's it's uh, I suppress the updates and roll them out on a schedule that suits the customer, and I make sure that things are backed up because Microsoft does some horrific things uh, with its updates, including deleting 
documents, music, videos. That way, that scares people. And I, I say, well, let's be safe here. And um, uh, unless they haven't got valuable data there, but uh, it, it's all, all by their schedule, so they're well prepared. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, so it's good that you're busy. That's that's good that you're busy. Yeah, yep, I'm, I'm busy, and you're busy. Yeah, yeah, been plodding along. Uh, new web page coming soon uh, for oh, okay. the hosting. That is, um, yeah, Aussie. The what is it? The AussieTechheads.com.au. Well, she sort of finished, so she's going to stay like that for, for a while because they got a, yeah. a lot of time to do. So you can say it as it is. But yeah, so yeah, no, it's been it's been pretty good. So just uh, what are we up to? Like you know, Australia Day was just on Tuesday, so we you know just we just kicked around, had a barbie and a few beers and stuff at some mates' place, and it was really good. Yeah. Why don't you tell people about uh, your your, your uh, latest business venture? Which what's that? The, the Blue Ocean Hosting. That's or oh, have you got another one coming? No, <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, as you know, we've got the athwebhosting.com.au, and so that is um, so. So I've developed another one that's a bit more uh, more for the profession for the professional. <laughs> so it's more. It's got more research, more server resource, and everything. And it's mainly yeah. It is aimed more at the uh, say the business website uh, where it's just. Yeah, it allows things to run faster. It's a bit more tightened, uh, tightened down, uh, so it doesn't allow as many variants of things to happen on there. But yeah, so yep. look, that's been, that's been keeping me pretty busy. Um, you can check that out, which is the website, which is going to be a new one coming soon. But that's at the blueoceanwebhosting.com.au. And what is going to happen eventually is that ATH web, host, web hosting will still be there, but it's going to be powered by Blue Ocean because I, 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 I'm sick of doing two systems. <laughs> I want to yeah. So you'll, you'll you'll just update your Blue Ocean hosting uh, website, and that will update all the back end for ATH. Yeah. yeah. So like, unfortunately, the invoices and that will come out Blue Ocean, but it, it'll st- for the ATH guys, it'll still be um, all pushed through that the, the ATH domain and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But that's yep. that's all pretty technical, but you know, it'll it'll yeah. just happen behind the scenes. Um. Yeah. Well, we better get into a story. I've got a quick little story to start off with, I suppose. Go for it, bud. Now we would have seen the, you know, the, the or I don't know if you're lucky enough to see one, but Google has had those internet balloons uh, flying around the US at least, I think anyway. Uh, and what they were doing was they were they were there to deliver Wi-Fi to the country, you know. Wait, were um, they were they got they were going to be blimps? Blimps is the term for it, is it? The balloons. The yeah, balloon. it's a hot hot air, hot air balloon or or a, a hydrogen fuel balloon. Oh, hitting into the nitty gritty. Uh, Loon, I'll, I'll have a look. <laughs> was they're, they're, very, they're very, let's have a look. Yeah. Yeah. Loon was the long term experimental bet from um, from Google, the X from its X business unit. It failed to get costs low enough to make it sustainable. Uh, so they are winding down the Loon project. Yeah, this year, early this year. The balloons were the size of tennis courts and self-navigating. And the chief executive officer said, while we've found a number of willing partners along the way, we haven't found a way to get the cost low enough to build a long-term sustainable business. So like anything, if it doesn't make money, it's going to die. But let's have a look at the web page. But while I'm getting that up, actually, hang on, let me see if I can copy copy link, put it over here. Geez, we're professional on the... The uh, the standing hosts are going good, aren't we? <laughs> now, 
Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I'll have a look at a couple of other links that we've mentioned oh, years ago from memory, but I'll, I'll pull them out again and show you. But here we go. This is the – where is that screen? There. There we go. So let's get – Google says goodbye to the giant balloon. So oh, it is, it is a balloon, a big um, expanding balloon. Yeah, okay. It's not a, a blimp like the one I said. No, it is just a big – like a big balloon. It looks like a big jellyfish, doesn't it, really, I guess? Yeah, it probably has. It probably will be filled with a a, um, a, a light gas, not um, heat like a hot air balloon. Yeah, well, it might be hot. It's got a solar. It's got some solar panels there. No, hot air means it's got to carry around gas tanks and burn burn it. Well, we've been, it doesn't say. I don't think does it make. I was at the balloon was nine years ago. It set up nine years ago. It's a strong, wow. Uh, gigantic, yeah. So the scrapping of balloon comes after a year after Alphabet shut down another experimental business called McKinney, which provided wind power from gigantic kites. Um, wow. Yeah. So it doesn't actually say what the, yeah, what the what was in the balloon, but what did you say? Just hot air. Yeah. Well, no. You know, you know your typical balloons. You float around and and uh, go for a romantic. Uh, Hot air yeah. balloon trip somewhere. They're called hot air balloons. They 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 balloon flames and the heat goes into the balloon and that uh, makes the balloon rise. Whereas with the, uh, these things, I think you'll find they'll be filled with a, uh, a helium gas or a hyd well not hydrogen. Hydrogen is explosive. Let's have a look. I think here. you'll find it'll be filled with uh, a helium. Okay, there we go. We'll get another yeah. slide. Tell us what they were filled with. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alphabet uh, shut down a loon project that used helium balloons. Yeah, helium, yeah. To beam internet access to remote areas. So there, so that was that. Now, the little pages I wanted to have a look at was like when I was reading this, I was just thinking, you know, Google does has a has a, a tendency to close a lot of things, don't they? Oh, yeah, they really uh, do shut the door pretty fast on stuff, especially their software. Mm. That's, why, that's why so many people have been so hesitant to go with um, – new things they bring out like they've got this really good piece of software out now which runs on android and ios called google duo have you heard of that yeah duo is good i used to use duo yeah duo but that's that's uh, cross-platform unlike uh, facetime it's as good as facetime but mm. it's cross-platform which means you can use it on both whereas apple restricts their uh, facetime to their own platform themselves so um google duo uh, check it out she's She's. Uh, I've used it a few times, and it's high quality audio, video. Um, you get all all fancy features, just like you have with um, uh, FaceTime. And the beauty of it is, which Apple doesn't have, and that is cross platform. Mm. But I think, like with the yeah, talking about the like Apple's probably. I, I, you'd have to say sort of shooting themselves in the foot there, but they seem to like it. Like they want to keep everything in house. But I think like these days, instead of going to the duo, which was good, I think because I've navigated towards things like the WhatsApp and then obviously with their their problems of late, you know, or potentially problems with the terms and conditions yeah. and sharing info with Google. Well, I've sort of then downloaded the Telegram and I've also got a signal. Um, yeah, signal. What's signal like? I've never used signal. It, it's just the same as all the rest of them. It's just, it just an IM. Yeah, and your phone, video, it's all and okay. So yeah, but anyway, getting back to what I was going to go with the Google thing was yeah, they they do just punt a lot of stuff and look, and it does make it would make you like if you was a business like you don't really want to go hmm that's a good little thing I'll invest you know a hundred thousand in that from Google only to find yeah. that two years later that it's dead. So there's a a Google cemetery on the internet. 
and I'll show I've, you. The I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah, the good old Google cemetery. Yeah, so hang, the, hang out, you notice hangouts are there at the top. Yeah, hangouts that went in December 20. I've got a thing yep. called Fabric. I've never heard of it. I see Google Cloud Print. I used to the top left. I used to use that quite a bit, and I thought it was great because I could print from anywhere to home because all these printers had Google Cloud Print. Well, Google uh, knifed it, and now, now you've got all these printers which are capable of it that there's no services uh, to run it. That's right, yeah. So I, that's been around for a long time, I remember. Uh, oh, it's been around 10 years, I think. Yes, yeah, it's been around a long time. Uh, just for, it's just for uh, your information, everyone. This website is gcemetery.co, um, gcemetery.co. Uh, yeah, a couple of other ones, Google Clips. Some of them I've never really heard of. Uh, yeah, some of them never got off the ground, yeah. Yeah, YouTube. Doesn't the Fusion, see Fusion table there? That looks a lot like their uh, spreadsheet one. Yeah, okay, data visualisation. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Oh, look, so it tells you the reason why they... Okay, let's have a look at the reason why they, they knifed Google uh, Cloud Print. Cloud Print has been around since 2010. You're right, so that's 20 years. Yeah, yep. Years. Will no longer be supported. Devices are not no longer used. We recommend that you identify with an alternative solution and execute a migration strategy. That's Did, didn't you just say they gave you reason why they knifed it? That's what I thought. It's reason. Google... Oh, no. Reason. No, that what's what I thought the reason would be, but that's, that's not a, that's not really a reason. That's just a, a statement, really. Yeah, that's just a blur. But there was another. The problem one. is it was getting too hard. It was wasn't a very reliable system. I used it a lot and found it pretty darn unreliable. Right, because there's another one called killedbygoogle.com. You know? Yeah. So you've got a few other things here: Android things, Google Hangouts again. Um, they yeah. they really take some risks, don't they? And they they knife them. For means a yeah. better term, they they get rid of them pretty quick. Here's that Google Cloud Print again. That's yeah, Google, which of course they do. The Google has announced Cloud Print. Oh yeah, yeah. Google has, has been in the beta. What has it been in beta since 2010? <laughs> so it's been beta for 10 years, just like Gmail. Yeah, quite possible. Yeah, but see, anyway, they had videos. There was, there was video. See that guy in a video. I've watched that video. Um, that video. Uh, was an explanation of how to how to do stuff, and I I jumped on the uh, Google Print bandwagon oh some time ago, uh, back in like 2012, once I knew it was available. Yeah, okay, yeah. Look, I think I used it successfully a couple of times, but I didn't really uh, get right into it. But uh, well, you got to have you got to have a need for it. You you weren't you don't operate mobile that much, whereas I I was. I'm on the road all the time. Mm. But I think every time you went to print from like a, a web Google web page or something, I think that always came up as an option. Yeah, and it's still funny thing is it still does appear even though they and it's got a big exclamation mark saying this isn't available anymore even though and you can't actually delete it from your print list in Google uh, when you print. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's yeah. keep moving. Yep, you you go. You're on. You're on. I'm on. Okay. Let's see here. All right. I'm gonna probably go with the. Um, I've got a primary story. I'll go with my secondary story just to warm up. Now I haven't read all this article, so I'm just gonna. Uh, on the fly here, uh, Apple says it's uh, Apple says it's big privacy change is coming in early early spring. That spring probably American um, as conflict with Facebook heats up. Key points: the next uh, the next beta version of its iPhone iPad operating system will force app developers to ask permission to access the phone's unique identifier. Apple 
Apple confirmed to CNBC Wednesday. The company said that it will roll out in early spring. Companies that depend on online advertising are afraid that these changes will reduce the effectiveness of targeted ads. And Facebook has been particularly has been a particularly vocal critic. Apple CEO Tim Cook uh, is set to speak Thursday uh, about the data privacy at the uh, at the Computers Privacy and Data Protection Conference in Brussels. Pretty fancy picture there. I wonder where that is. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I can guess probably what it's got to say. But Apple, uh, like you, in fact, you touched on this a bit earlier that there was privacy issues that you have to open up to allow stuff. And this is just Apple locking down uh, those who want uh, targeted advertising and stuff. They're locking it down, locking those out uh, through the de developers required to allow permissions. Um, so feel free to read through the article, uh, you people out there, if you want to. But um, that's not surprising. Um, that's the way Google's trying to protect their people. And one of the chances are Microsoft and everyone else will follow suit probably down the track anyway. Yeah, So because I know just talking about the privacy or the, the way that Google, uh, Apple does do things, I was, I was just inquiring today actually about uh, replacing Apple Watch faces like the glass if they break uh someone gave me an apple watch of uh, apple watch 4 and the glass had like pretty much broke it still works but the, it was obviously dropped and dropped that hard that the the glass had come out so it would still work so i just like a bit of a uh, super glued it back in and give it to the kids and you know they're happy <laughs> and i just yeah. I was talking to well i was talking to michael from the aussie max zone there today and i just said oh do you fix Apple watches? And he, he said, no, they're too small, too intricate and blah, blah. But he had got one fixed for his wife and it were, and I think it was a couple of hundred bucks at the, like the little, you know. The, so he get, get, got his wife's one, wife's one fixed? Yeah, yeah. So at the little, you know, the little shop at the corner, say, you know. Yeah. Not the oh, yeah. Corner. So you, you lose your warranty. Not there would have been a warranty on it anyway. Yeah, but he was saying you also, once you do that at, at the – third party you don't get the nfc capabilities that is destroyed so that's really? just that's like it's probably built into that it's probably built into the genuine screen and it's mm. no one else is obviously replicating that yeah so i think he said something like the 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 in-store was a couple of hundred dollars and if he was to do it properly which would have included the nfc no doubt at the apple store was a you know up to about 300 odd dollars so yeah, what, what the watch is only worth about 500 aren't they yeah, I'm not sure what model it was. I don't think it was a new, the newest one. So you're right. So, you, so, but who cares about the NFC? You put it on your phone anyway, most likely. So, um, if you want to pay for stuff, but yeah, so that was just a something I thought I'd just pass on. That just came to mind. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's that's uh, that I, that was um, Xiaomi, uh, not Xiaomi. Sorry, um, that was um, Apple doing what they do best, which is protecting people at the uh, trade off of. Usually convenience, if uh, any advertisers are ones that are going to pay the price there. Hmm. Well, with the iPhone, like, I'm quite happy with mine. Like, I don't find there's too much uh, issues with, like, you know, with this sort of strict sort of stuff. I know, as we spoke earlier at the show about, you know, maybe remote controlling them, if I needed remote control, might have been, could get a bit tricky if you don't have the team viewer. But, but other than that, yeah, I'm happy for the phone to be as secure as if an app needs to ask for the identifier. I don't really mind. I don't think. What if it asks twelve times though? What is that's it? very sad. Twelve times means it's very secure. Does it? But it's not very convenient, is it? 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, there's always a reason. Like you know, I think everyone's getting a bit more privacy aware these days. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the stats of the downloads of Signal and Telegram that shot up into like millions more just as the day after WhatsApp said they're going to share their data with uh, Facebook. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. The stats See, on that immense. On the Android platform, you've got the Google Messages, which I think it can be shared with uh, its cross-platform as well, and it it's just another. It's SMS, and they're integrating instant message services into the um, Google Messages software, and that is um, that is currently they. Uh, there's a lot of uproar about it, but they actually uh, didn't have end-to-end -end encryption built in. I have talked about this before, and uh, now they're scrambling to. Um, I think they're they're going to try and uh, get end-to-end -end encryption in, integrated into messages as soon as possible. But at this point, you send stuff uh, via SMS via Google Messages, she's not locked down and uh, can be intercepted. Mm. I think when you are, uh, I, th I think as time goes on, I don't know if it's just me or uh, or whatnot, but I, I'm sort of you're sort of leaning that leaning away from Google. Like, I don't think there is a wholesome. A, company is what you're led to believe you know like yeah, well, i'm actually well no I'm, I'm leaning more towards there's two big players which i'm fairly heavy on that's microsoft and um and Go i am heavy on google um because google is less than the customer the, the customer said we want encryption and they said okay we're working on it whereas when they first uh, uh bought out rcs which rcs rich communication services they left that out because it was just too complex and it was too inconvenient well, I think people are willing to put up with the inconvenience to get a more secure system, it seems. Mm. But I just mean like the data that they collect and, and what they can do with it and so forth. I think, you know, it's um, there's a lot of data out there and, and the way that they can just ban people from their platforms, which I don't really agree with either. Um, yeah, I think there's, there's some problems that, there that I don't, I'm not that excited about. Yeah, well, yeah, where, where does the want with you? It is it a democrat? Is it freedom of speech, which is what the internet's for, or is it not? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so that'll all sort of come to light and just roll around and uh, come to a, a conclusion one day. But we'll see which which how that yeah. comes. But I want to um, the next one I want to talk about is the Alexa. Now I got an Alexa just before. Oh, she's going off every time I say her. She loves. Well, it. You've, you've got a speaker also a um, Google uh, Home, haven't you? Yeah, but I, look, I tell you, I do. I like the, the this one better. I can't say it. She keeps wanting to talk to me, but I like okay. the, I like Alexa better. Uh, <laughs> she seems, she seems to understand me easier. Uh, she does a few better, nicer things that are sort of built in. I guess they must just program them at the store. You know, I can say, yeah. hey, hey, Thingo, turn the Xbox on, and then the Xbox comes on. <laughs> the little things okay. like that. I'm sure you can yep. do that with with the Google Home as well. But look, the yeah. Google wasn't doing it for me it just it just wouldn't listen to me and i retrained it retrained it and i just wouldn't listen it wouldn't understand it was just a pain in the bum but jeez yeah, yeah, you're obviously pretty ignorable yeah and then i've got a fire stick which i love as well a, and, what? Uh, a fire stick it's like the a little chromecast but it's a whose who's database does that use amazon it's an amazon thing amazon okay yeah 
yeah, and it's got a little remote control, which was good. So, so say like instead of like with the Netflix and the stand, you know, you can put them on your phone, and yeah, sure, and then and and then Google Chromecast, and that's good. But see, with the the uh, the good thing that I like it anyway about the Fire Stick is that it's like a little PVR of sorts, where it comes up all all those Netflix stand and Prime and whatever they all on the screen. Use remote just to go through them, you know. Oh, so, okay. so you can see and you can search for something, and it'll just wherever whatever platform it's it's like the apple tv it just tells you where it's on at and then yeah, it's just yeah okay everything in the one spot and i oh, look i like the fire stick over than having to send it to chrome all the time yeah yeah, yeah. um chrome has got a new product that's come out um called chromecast tv i think it is and it has a little remote thing and i think that's really freed up you don't have to use your mobile you can just use your remote if you want to must be a very similar thing then yeah, they, they one company brings something out, and the next one, what do you know? The next one's doing the same thing in some way. Yeah, look, the the fire sticks have been around for a while, uh, so I wouldn't say that like the um, Google's taken a while to copy them. But the other good thing about the fire stick that I liked is that you can you can install apps onto it, so I can install like Plex onto it, and now I can just with the remote just watch anything from my little server that I've got on the server. So it, okay. it's, it sounds like a lot of flexibility. It is. I, I, I love it. So it's mm. good. Anyway, uh, getting back to my little Alexa story. Let's get it. Yeah, carry on. Sorry, keep interrupting. So she can now bark like a dog, and that's supposed to help keep people away. So there you go. So who can, she, who can, you can make a bark? Yes, there's a thing called the Alexa Guard Plus, which is a new <laughs> subscription service uh, launching this week, apparently, uh, to help turn your Echo device in the home security system for five a month or 50 bucks a year. Uh, this this might be, is this US Gizmodo? This might be US centric, but it, it'll probably, you know, find its way around. But anyway, so yeah, there's a little table there of what it can do. So the good thing <laughs> is, like, listen for smoke alarms. And then if it hears a smoke alarm, it can ping your phone or something. Oh, so, so it doesn't bark, it, it does more stuff. Yeah, it does more stuff than just bark. That's but also, right. what's a bark bit? That's if, if it hears a front door knock, it goes woof, woof. Yeah, sound dogs barking when motion is detected outside. So if it's so detected, obviously they have a, have to have a motion detector uh, attached to them. Yeah. There'd be probably peripherals that you could buy to do all this yeah. sort of stuff. And then, yeah. Okay. Or you, you know, one of those swan systems. You could probably uh, they're probably designed to hook up with with, with this. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, so, that must be good speakers. that sound like a dog. Yeah. Well. Yeah, the, the little echoes are pretty good, but I've got like I've got a couple of Sonos speakers here that that run Alexa as well. It's not just the little yeah. echoes that run them, but even that little echoes, they they they're nice little units. Like it just seems so much. It just seems I can interact with it a lot smoother and easier than I I could with the Google Home. And the setup, have you have you got it in that room with you there? The Alexa. Yeah. Yeah, she keeps. Yeah. So you could you could say, Alexa, start barking, and she start bark. You can make it bark. Well, I have I haven't subscribed to that app, the Alexa Guard Plus. You probably have oh. to say, what noise does a dog make? And then they probably. Can you bark like a dog? Okay. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can, just a little bit. Yeah, I can hear riff, 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 riff. <laughs> So, well, I guess Google Home would do that as well, but uh, but yeah. I think the thing is that this could, it's all tied together. So, yeah, something trips on outside, 
so, you know, you, you, you yeah. send it Wi Fi's into Alexa, and then it goes, All right, send the dogs out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's that thing. So, yeah, look, I'm happy with that. I've been buying a bit of, uh, I subscribed to Prime. Uh, it was, uh, what would I pay? It was about $7 a month or $60 a year. So I went yeah. to, I tested it out and I thought, you know what? It's not bad. I've been, makes you buy a few things from Amazon as well and it's free postage. You go, oh, I'll get the money's worth out of it. Um, Is Amazon, I, I, I have a look at stuff on Amazon. I really can't see good value compared to uh, other online platforms, including eBay out there. Yeah, look, to be honest, I've only really bought DVDs and Blu-rays off the Amazon. I've never bought one. I can't think. I'm, I, look, I, I don't buy a lot of it. I just buy different things that, that I like, the Doctor Who box sets there on Amazon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I bought the um, a Blake 7 DVD set because, you know, you can't find them anywhere these days. So I thought, mm -hmm. oh, Blake 7 was a good old show. Just buying all the old shows, you know, reminisce a bit. Yep. Columbo, you know. <laughs> Columbo. Yeah. All the, good, all the good ones, you know. Stand the test of yep. time. Uh, yeah, all right. So that's cool. That's all I want to say about that. I'm, I'm, a, I'm into the Amazon world now. I've sort of ditched the, the Google AI and I'm talking to Alexa AI. Hmm, okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, what are you going gonna to give away your uh, speaker? Are you your Google? Uh, what's it called? Google speaker? Google Home. I did. Okay. I went to a small business expo and just give it away. <laughs> okay. Oh, they were, what, they were, right. what knew they're worth? This was a generation one or two. I think they're up to three. I don't know. But whatever. Well, oh, okay. well, Sixty bucks. I had it for two years. So well, you're not going to sell it, eh? <laughs> yeah. I um. I had a client. Uh, uh, bought a phone and he got a, a Google um, home with it for free and um, he was limited with his uh, capability uh, online. I said, if you, you, if you start saying, okay, Google, you're going to find your phone will be answering, your speaker will be answering, and you're going to have a problem. I said, it, it, it wasn't the sort of thing that suited this guy and he gave it to me and I put mine in the cupboard and I don't know if I need to use it. I got my phone can do everything that can do anyway. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. Look, the, the the what do I use this for? Look, I could say because the Fire Stick connects to Alexa because it's from the same mob. Then yeah. I can do it. Uh, hey uh, Alexa, uh, say hey thing. Can you, can you yeah. play a show? Like, can you play Your Honor? And then I can sit there in the lounge and just speak to it, and it will just. Load up Netflix, load up the show, and away you go, just without even interacting physically. You like your automation. I'm a bit of a manual guy. Wow, automation that is the way to go. It's the future. It's the future. Yeah. But look, hey, hey, hey sorry. Yes, I carry I, on. I was just going to say, look, I know you've got another story there, which is a big I've got another one. two, actually. And we say, do the small one. We'll, we'll leave the, the big one, the Google one for Will and Jace. Yeah, because we're running out of time, aren't we? Yeah, that's. Oh, they probably will talk about it. And there could be some – it was just about Google uh, threatening to pull a search engine and people are – Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, because we're going to run out of time. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But can I talk about maybe a little, little one? Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to bring up a news article for this one. Uh, I've read plenty of articles on it. You do a bit of search and you'll find it. Um, Xiaomi, you know how I, uh, I bought a few Xiaomi's over the uh, last couple of years? Yes. Xiaomi phones, and uh, I've got my me, uh, me watch here. That's a Xiaomi watch. Well, um, 
it just so happens, you, I, know, I don't know if you remember, um, a couple of years ago, I was a little worried that Xiaomi may end up going down the same track as Huawei, where they're mm. going to get banned from this and that because they're, they're a massive company in China. They're not that big in the Western world. Uh, they never got as big as Huawei did, but they, they're still the uh, second or third biggest um, phone manufacturer in China, and they're probably third or fourth in the world, Xiaomi. Now, uh, there's uh, US has just passed. And I've been worried about um, US uh, giving them, uh, blocking them. And sure enough, a couple of weeks ago, US said, we're passing an act where United States uh, people cannot invest in Xiaomi. And um, that's just the thin edge of the wedge. They started, that was like Huawei, they started like that. And you're going to find that they're going to, they, in time, they will block uh, Xiaomi from accessing um accessing the uh yeah they'll be black yeah the chinese phone maker xiaomi follows huawei yeah and they're going to go down the same path they're going to get the bullet so i'm now moving away from them pretty steeply right so what are you going to do like well i like i like the uh the android one range of phones and they had uh, a really good value android one range there was a xiaomi mi a1 a2 and a3 um, mm. The A3 had some pretty inherent faults with it, and uh, then they, they decided to pull away from Android One. So for nearly 12 months, I've been uh, moving away from them, and I took a risk in buying this watch because I had an idea that because um, this watch only has Chinese uh, language in it, I get my notifications in English, but the apps are all Chinese, and oh. I thought I'll buy this watch and just hope that um, they will bring out the English version. Well, yeah. I reckon they're probably never going to bring it out now because US is going to slowly uh, cut them out of the market. They've got no reason to put English in. Yeah. So yeah, I well, reckon this this watch could be a dead a dead loss for me now. But are they still, is it running? It's running Android. It's running Google Wear OS, but that Google Wear OS, it it, it can't access the uh, Wear OS App Store. It can only access the Chinese one, which is all Chinese language, and yeah. um. Uh, I would like to be able to access the, uh, the Google side. And they say, they've been making promises for over a year now. Oh, we're going to um, bring out, uh, integrate the Google Wear apps into it so you can use that. And I thought, mm, okay, I'll roll the dice, I'll buy this, uh, hoping that they weren't going to, uh, they're going to follow through and do it. But United States has come on board and uh, they're going to slowly uh, shut Xiaomi down in the Western worlds. And I can't see this watch uh, ever getting English now. Can you root it? I'm not going to stuff around with that. Have you rooted much stuff? No. Uh, I mean, technology-wise, that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an open platform. It's uh, um, one Samsung Galaxy S9. Like, And how long did you muck around with that for? Uh, yeah, a little while, and then I had to keep doing it. Then I couldn't access what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. I, I, just, I went down that track. I, I rooted a couple of different devices, and it's like um, overclocking computers. It's just not worth the stuffing around. That's right. You've got to be a real enthusiast to do it. Yeah, look, if I had the time, if you had the time to do it and you was a, you know, you wanted to see how things worked and you might be a bit of a tightwad, well, then you'd go down that path. But Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, look, I, I went away. I went to the, as you know, I went to Google, the phones, to the Google platform. To Android, the, yeah. To the Android platform because I I wanted to 
get away from that. I wanted to just go back after 10 years or whatever. I wanted to go back to see if it improved and if I could work with it as, because like I had that Charmy Mi A2, which was like a third of the price of an iPhone. And I thought, well, yeah. I could three of these phones for one iPhone, you know? So that's why I did it, a tight wad. And so, <laughs> but it just didn't work for me. Like I was yeah. probably too used to the iOS, you know, GUI. Yeah, it does take it does take a real lot to move away from iOS, and once someone's in the iOS uh, game, it's it's hard to escape it. And mm. iOS has got some really great because they, they don't give you choice, and they they always choose the best way to do things. They're good for that reason, but if you want choice uh, out there, you don't. Oh, I want choice, and it. Apple takes a lot of control. Like, mm -hmm. um, I think it'd be much more difficult now saying that ZenViewer has remote access. I bet you there's another three more, three or four more presses you have to enable me to access remotely. Whereas with Android, you can say, always allow. Apple won't ever allow that. Yeah. There's look, the, that's just simply the difference. Yeah. And look, at the end of the day, look, that's probably the right, I think Apple's, that's the right thing to do at the end of the day. I know it's a pain in the bum. I think that maybe they, instead of, uh, they maybe should tie it to your fingerprint or to your password. So you just pa type your password and then it just all opens up. Um, but it is a good idea for it to close back every now and then and then yeah. just to reopen it, all, I guess. it's um, you Well, I've got to say, both phones have a market out there. So hmm. yeah. they've both got pretty equal market across yeah. the full world. Oh, Android's got a bigger market, but it's it's got the low, more so, lower socioeconomic. So they got their, they both got their place. Hmm. Well, just moving on to the last story, I thought I'd do a little yep. uh, app of the week, the month. Or oh, that's right. We we came up with that a while ago, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well yeah. So the app of the app of the until we're on next. <laughs> so, so it's called a video and TV cast. Now I'll just give you the screenshot of this. Now I'll tell you, this is really good. Now you might think. What the hell is this? I've already got everything Chromecast on my TV anyway. Uh, you know, I, I don't really need an app to do it, especially one that you can you can pay $15 for. But there is a free version, uh, and on the free version, you just can't do things like scrub uh, through the through your media. So, But what this does, and the reason why I bought it was, you know, the when you, you get on the you get on the um, the TV catch up apps, you know. Oh, yeah. You, want to watch you know last night's i'm a celebrity getting me out of here so yep. you load it up on the 10 play and stuff like that and yeah you start watching it then you get the six ads every 10 minutes right so you get your ads and it goes crazy so what this thing does is you can load up any show any web-based uh video so long as it can start playing inside the this app's uh browser then you can cast it to your screen but the the good thing about and this is why I paid the fifteen dollars so I could scrub. But what what I did with this was so I was watching the ten play.com.au and but what it does is it goes to the ten play say server and grabs the the file like it knows where that file lives. So what so there's no ads because it's just it just has access to the okay. file. took a while to get there, it takes the ads out. So so what it is, because with the ten play app. Like it inserts the ad. So you've got the, the yeah. media file running in the background. So the template app will stop the media file, play the ads, and then start the media file again. But this bit of software, this app, discovers what that media file is, and then it doesn't have to take commands from the template app. It just plays the media file. 
Yeah, well, the the Templay uh, app, the Templay website is, is a dedicated web uh, web player, and uh, chances are, it plays the videos the same as the uh, website does. They they yeah. wouldn't like that, would they? No, they wouldn't. No, and I'm sure <laughs> I'm not sure if they understand that this this little app's out there or not. I don't know. But look, it is a good way because you know, like you, you can sit there watching some of these shows, and you, at the end of the night, you've watched twenty minutes of ads. You know, yes, uh, yeah, this this has got its place, yeah. That's right, it's got a place in my place anyway. So, mm. yeah, it's called the video and TV cast Chromecast, the Chromecast movie streaming app by Kraus and Carniff GBR Two Kit Consulting. So, yeah, and it's quite it's quite reliable, isn't it? You've used it plenty. Yeah, that seems to be. Take, look, it does take a little bit of mucking around to get to learn how it sort of wants to operate. Um, but once you sort of get around that, I, I haven't found anything that won't cast through so, it. So you go, you grab your phone, you run your app, you say, uh, 10 play, uh, get no, me out of here, whatever. Browse to the web page. You can't run the app. So you've got to go oh, to okay. 10 then you find and then the you, yeah. And then it comes up down the bottom and says, okay, I found a video. Do you want to cast it? So you push yeah, push the link. And then and you go Google Chromecast or whatever. You, you use yeah. a Chromecast in with this or yes. play it on your phone. Yes, yes, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, that's um, so try it out for free. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if that'll go down. Chances are, the someone's gonna find out about it and becomes commonplace like Adblock Plus, it's gonna start getting um, uh, circumnavigated because that yeah. Adblock Plus is not much use in those apps, those uh, TV shows. You remember Adblock Plus when it first came out, it was great, it used to really filter out all the ads quite well, but now. Either the website doesn't work or it doesn't seem to stop the ads. And another quick little thing I just thought of, uh, just to finish up on, is just moving a little bit off topic, was when we went away, went up to the sunny coast as well just before Christmas, and I was up there and I wanted to, you know, watch Netflix and so forth. So I took my Chromecast up, everything was fine and dandy. And they had some, they had pretty good speed in the unit that we stayed in, some internet speed. And I thought, well, I'm not just going to hook in you know uh with no clothes on so i thought i'd you know download i down i booted up my little um private internet access app you know that you know the vpn but the, but yeah. unbeknownst to me did you know that these vpns they somehow some of them just can't play those streaming apps they they because of the like because of the location no it just they just won't do it they won't decrypt them because for whatever reason, like I don't know whether the say Netflix has decided, oh, we know what IP this, you know, VPN user, so we're going to block it. You know, so that yeah, don't actually, I, I've seen that because I, I went to, um, I used a VPN. I went to uh, BBC. There was a, you know, that um, uh, uh, what's that Army War one, uh, not That's Survivor. Um, no, the the one where where they treat them like they're in a military camp. Yes. SAS, yeah. There, there was a British SAS. I, th- I really liked the Australian one. I thought, I need more of this. So I mm. went off to the British, you know, BBC and, you know, yep. sign up here and stuff. And I got my old account with BBC and off I go, yep. oh, sorry, can't play it in Australia. So I go, ha, ha, ha. Okay, I'll make it look like I'm in Britain. So yeah. I get them at VPN. I'm in Britain. Thank you very much. Away I go, we still can tell you're in Britain. We're not in Britain. You're not having it. I'm thinking, yeah. Here's a VPN. How do you know I'm not in Britain? I'm assuming they must black blacklist IP addresses that come from v- VPNs. Look, they may. Did yeah. So like, you might have to go a step further. Maybe like put the VPN like into the router, 
you know, like rather than just on your phone. So you might have to go that little step further. But if you want the SAS, it's on the seven seven play catch up. No, anyway. that's Australian SAS, not the British oh, one. British one. Well, no, well, yeah, I wanted to watch it six months ago. Not now. I'm over it now. I don't watch it anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but uh, but in, in saying that, so I've I'm changing my VPN with the the PIA's up pretty much in a week. I got the thing today, and apparently, as all my investigations have un folded there's express vpn is is the better one to go with so i'm going to give that a shot mm, okay it'll be interesting yeah see if you can watch your british sas yeah yeah well look i've used the i've, I've done vpns to the bbc i didn't have a problem it was probably a year ago i'm not paying much for my vpn i actually get it it's a part of my password manager Dashlane has a vpn built into it um, Dash Lane's very upmarket when it comes to uh, password managers, that and LastPass. Um, but it didn't, whatever, they, they, they BBC seemed to know that I was not there anyway. Yes. Yeah, look, I'd say it's probably you, the more you pay, the better it's going to be. But, yeah, Maybe. So, so anyway, I had to end up watching me, me show on a naked uh, un, un VPN's line. And I thought, eh, well, what are the chances? But still, I thought I had the VPN. I might, I want to give it a go. You don't know who's snooping or mm. whatever. Mm. So, so you, took, you took a, a VPN device with you when you went away? No, no, I just, uh, set, just put the, you know, loaded the VPN up into the iPhone, like turned it on, yeah. and yeah. then just tried to stream that to the telly. Oh, the okay, VPN. yeah. Yeah, it's a simple setup, yeah. Um, and it wouldn't even play. Uh, it wouldn't play properly on the phone either while I was on the VPN. So yeah, mm -hmm. a couple of problems. But anyway, yep. that's that's that story. Um, We're good. We'll leave the uh, the Google uh, article for uh, Will and Jace. Yes, and uh, yeah. So thanks for everyone for listening. I know uh, if you wanted to watch it live, and you're looking for it at seven pm, you've missed it because me, Paul, and I'd like to go early in the afternoon, so then we can uh, relax at night. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so look, it'll be up on the Facebook and uh, and the YouTube, so you can catch it there as normal. Get the website at uh, aussietechheads.com.au forward slash podcast. And uh, that's about all, I think. We'll see you again in another month's time when we seem to be rolling around on the podcast. That's uh, what we do. Yeah, thanks, Paul. It's uh, good to hear from you and see you again in the new year. And um, glad you're doing well. So we'll... We'll see you next time. See you guys. Thanks for the patrons once again, and we'll we'll see you all soon. Cheers. Bye for now. See you all. There's no outro because we're substandard. Sorry. <laughs> Bye. Well, you're gonna cut it somewhere, aren't you?